1: And welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. Johnny Rage, Johnny Rage, Johnny Rage, Johnny Rage. Johnny Rage. <laughs> is that a low budget jingle? <laughs> I'm hoping you'll be funny on this show. Oh. Now, now we took the whole summer off. We oh, had a, yes. We're back. We had a hiatus. Johnny Rage was touring with his band,
0: ZZ Bottom. Now he's back. <laughs> he's ready. Are you Are excited, you, Johnny Rage? I'm fired up. I, I, matter of fact, I've got fresh, clean underwear on for this event, bringing us back together after a good four or five months. Do you remember when you were young? Did your mom- Remember that? Member, member. Oh, I'm a little lazy today. I, have, I can't lie. I'm not going to be as sharp as I normally am. I had a little too much of the drink last night. Or like- uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Who's who's the guy that worked for Ebenezer Scrooge? What was his name? You know everything. I do. I don't he remember. Made rather his famous line. He made rather merry last night, so that meant he had a hangover, a little rough. Be so easy. what? So Be what easy do you? With me what today. do you drink? The flock of Amish want to know. What is your? I've got a rotation. What you, is you, it? The flock should know. I'm a Miller High Life guy, but if you eat that pasta meal, you have to have red wine with that. And if I kick off the drinking with red wine i'll roll with three four glasses of red wine then i'll roll into my miller high life i'm not going to disclose how many and then you get that full feeling after pasta wine and miller high life then i got to lighten it up so i go with vodka that's how i usually cap the evening now how what do you put in the vodkas i love those little uh kool-aid makes those little squirters you know uh, remember kool-aid back in the day you had the package and actually you are ghetto as fuck that's awesome <laughs> kool-aid and it's vodka. a lazy man's way to make it you just it's a concentrate have you used that before you just two squirts and then you add the water well,
1: what's the the milo is it or milo the little they have the little milo yanopolis yeah mono yeah, where, <laughs> you, where, you, where, you, where
0: you squirt them in the glass no they have a lot of those yeah
1: oh that's i don't know way. which one yeah
0: yeah but that's what I put into my vodka, and it. Uh, and then you have, you just add water and set it and forget it. But yeah, I made rather merry last night, so I won't be my sharp, normal self. You might uh, have detected that already.
1: But it, it makes the voice all sexy and gravelly, right? I think when it does. Hun- yes. Are you turned on? <laughs> yeah. have that's why I have, turned- the- yeah. I have this powerful oaken desk yeah. to protect us.
0: Now... I was bringing up I had fresh, clean underwear for today's show because that's how excited I am. But did your mom, when you were a kid, ever say, you better change your underwear just in case you have an accident? There was always this fear that you'd get hit by a car and the ambulance would come get you and they'd take your clothes off. And if you had dirty underwear, it would be a horrific thing. Forget about the gash in your neck. This guy's got dirty underwear. (laughs) Now, that reminds me about...
1: Being clean, showering. Yeah. Now, the women, they have the bath bomb. Are you familiar with that? The bath bomb? Yeah, it's this round thing, and they throw it's, it. In just the, drop into the tub? And then it suds up, and little there's yeah. little trinkets in there, and it releases various yep. poison gases and stuff.
0: Why can't they have one for dudes? They do. It's called, uh, Um, it's like for rodents. It's You drop yeah. it in the No, I of... want
1: the shower grenade. It, okay. it, you just put it in there,
0: and it explodes, and you get sprayed by shrapnel like (laughs) zest do people still use zest zestfully clean zestfully clean i remember the jingle for it i like that what's the thing when you try to get rid of all the rodents in your house and you put it in the middle of the room you light it and you get out quickly it's a bomb. I don't think you light something in your house. Well, yeah, you do. I think you do. It's no, like I a, don't, I don't a, think you it, do. And you put it in the middle of the room, and the whole idea is get the hell. Well, they up. have like bug bombs. Bug bombs. That's yeah. what men need. That's what we need for. That's your grenade to yeah. clean us. Just give us a bug bomb, and we'll be good. So yeah, popping smoke.
1: <laughs> then you're clean. Now we're uh, talking offline, off camera, off microphone about all the movies, everything that's going on
0: in the world. What is the last movie that you enjoyed? Boy, the world has been a busy place over the last four months, hasn't it? Um, I did a tour of duty. I went out to the movie. You know, Hollywood, we talked about this. We always say we talked about this, but it's to bring our listeners up to speed. Hollywood had a a down year this year in terms of the box office draw. And they're trying to blame Rotten Tomatoes rating system for screwing people to come to the uh, movies. Do, let me ask you this question, Degs. Do you use Rotten Tomato to determine whether or not you're going to go to a movie?
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, I, remember, I remember the one time uh, Leonard Moulton from Entertainment Tonight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we brought this up on previous episodes on the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, the most powerful podcast ever created. He gave Weird Science a 0 out of 10. Yeah, you, you, you have talked about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's why I literally went uh, to the movie. Yeah. The opposite. Because, oh, it made the re- different reaction.
0: You're like, it can't be this bad.
1: Yeah, but ab- absolutely, reviews are no. And oh. the problem now with reviews is spoilers. They literally tell you the whole movie. Well, they usually give you the
0: spoiler alert, you know, turn yeah, off. But,
1: but stop with the spoiler alert. It's just like the, the movie trailers now. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the teaser trailer, and then they have the full trailer. It's basically the movie. right? So no uh, Rotten Tomatoes and all those, I don't. I, I might, after the fact, like after I see the movie, then go back
0: and see what people thought of it. You know, people people with their attention spans being as limited as they are, do you think there's an industry, you were talking about movie trailers, where we could like have a Cliff Notes version of a movie and people would... Buyer subscription, so they don't have to sit through the three and a half hour movie. Are people getting that bad with their attention spans? I mean, when I looked at a movie, if it's over two hours, you're kind of like, uh, two hours, ten minutes. Even a Mel Gibson movie. Uh, it depends if it's a slow burn. I mean, Braveheart was a was a uh, it was a good movie, but it was a lengthy, long movie, slow burn, as you always like to call it. But sometimes. You're right with those trailers, though. You can watch that. What's the deal with the trailer, though, when they show you the trailer, but none of it's actually in the movie? So they just kind of take pe- – there is actually a trailer which isn't about the movie. Do you know what I'm referring to? Yes. Yeah. So you go to the movie, like, I remember that part where this knife comes through this, and I can't wait for that. And you're sitting there through the whole movie, and it never happens. Just like song lyrics, Despicable Me – Pharrell Williams, that song "Happy." Where is it in the movie? They keep saying it's from Despicable Me, and I don't ever hear the mo- the song. See, I don't watch any of those cartoons. Is it at the end of the credits? Well, I, that's what I was thinking. That, and that's usually it's from the Despicable Me, and they just sneak it in there. No, I don't. Re- I don't think it was, but. Um, Again, I lost my train of thought. I think I need cliff notes for movies. But I, um, I don't... Rotten Tomatoes is... The Hollywood industry is blaming Rotten Tomatoes for its poor performance this fall. I completely disagree. There's been nothing out there. Is there any movie that comes to mind that you have a burning desire that, oh, I got to see this one? The only movie I want to see, Blade Runner.
1: Okay. Because I enjoyed the original Blade Runner. Right. And once again, it goes to... No, no new ideas that they're just rehashing everything. Anything 80s, everyone loves the 80s. Redo the 80s. I'm surprised Blade Runner wasn't all chicks. Mm-hmm. You know how they have to just mess with everything? Mm-hmm. So Blade Runner is one movie that I actually want to see in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Because what people don't realize is that it's like music. When I talk about music, most people listen to music in earbuds or, or maybe a little better, maybe Beats headphones. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have not listened to music in full-size speakers. I mean, sound is physical. you got to move that air. So if you're listening to music, the way it's designed to listen to an uh, auditorium or big speaker sounds fantastic. Just like movies. Movies were made to be seen on the big screen with a huge sound system. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care even if your TV 70 inches. I want to see a movie,
0: especially blockbusters, dramas, not as much maybe. Mm -hmm. on the big screen yeah no there's something definitely to be it's a we talked about this probably a year ago today as a matter of fact movie experience it's it's the the smell of the popcorn the aroma of the popcorn getting your pop purchasing your ticket um escorting you to where the movie theater is finding your seat getting in there i love the previews the excitement yeah the excitement of it you know, that's a problem now. Everyone's so cynical
1: about everything. But, yeah, I did like the, the movie experience. And in the buildup on a Friday night, there's there's some people that like to go when there's no one else in the movie theater. And I, I appreciate that, too. But there's something said about the energy of going to a movie first release when it's a comedy. Yeah, And then I always unleash my humorous lines. Oh. People love they love my
0: lines. I would I would imagine they, they love. I love me. your lines here. Yes, I mean, if you can it's carry a, that. It's to a very, the- yes, exactly. Now, see, when I go to movies, it's usually at odd times when other people don't, because I have a goofy schedule. So I'm in a movie house when most people are not. So most of the times when I go to, and plus I never usually go to a movie when it opens up. I just don't want I want to avoid the crowd. But the the usually when I go, it's me and another guy, and it's usually. Just the two of us, because let's say we go to a Tuesday night movie or Wednesday night movie at 10 o'clock at night. What's really eerie, though is if you're in a in a um, watching a movie, do you have a par- particular go-to seat that you like? middle, if, middle, if, middle row, middle up, middle up, okay. That's typically where we sit and, and but lately with what's been happening in this world. What really is eerie to me is when you're at a movie theater and there's nobody in there except me and this other guy, and we're almost to the top row, and they come in and sit behind us. I don't like that feeling. Oh,
1: that's that. like when you're in the urinal and the guy is right next to exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No.
0: So I, I, I have now elected to – I want to sit all the way. Now I go directly to the top. I just don't trust people behind me like that. And it's it's um Yeah, and you want you
1: want the full screen, but you don't want to have to move your head too much strain. Right. You know, like if you get you, you show up late and you get stuck in that neck breaking. Yeah. We
0: we went to see the movie It and it was Tuesday is five dollar Tuesday, and it was the first Tuesday that it was out, so it was packed. They had multiple shows times for this particular when they were ready for it. Um, but we got there. We were trying to hit the 9:15 movie. There was absolutely nothing at the 9:15, 10:15. Well, we got the one in the front row, far left, and we're like, no, we're not taking that. So we had to actually push it out to like the 11:15 movie before we could get actually decent seats. It was the handicap row, um, dead center with the reclining chairs, which I absolutely love watching the movie in those reclining chairs. But um, yeah, I, 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 you get kind. Of, it's kind of like going to church. Everybody. Kind of claims their pew. If you go to 10 o'clock mass every Sunday for years, well, you can't sit here because that's where the um, Johnsons sit. We have This is our spot over here. People claim their, their turf in the movie theaters and, as well as at churches. So Now, the last movie you saw, what was it? The last good movie. Well, can we talk about It a little bit? I, I, I brought that up. Let's um, talk about
1: It. It. Hey, Georgie. do you
0: you want your boat back take it um really looking forward to seeing it uh it was about the only thing out there for months hollywood just didn't have anything and then it comes out they've been promoting this thing remember about a year ago all the clown sightings and they said it had to do with uh stephen king's it that was just released. Yes, which I don't creep, think that creepy that, clowns. The creepy clowns. Do you miss the creepy clowns that were going? I do. Um, don't you think there would be more of that now that the movie is out? But there's actually less of it. Well, I probably reached a point of saturation, like the creepy clowns. Yeah, yeah. But um, definitely a creepy clown in uh, in it. If I I always like to start off. Well, I'll, I'll end with a rating. Um, long movie, very long. There's going to be a sequel to it. Uh, of course, yeah, if people don't understand the whole premise of this, what it is, it really is not do you mean to get into this or not it It really isn't a clown. it oh wait, are you gonna actually give away the premise of the movie? Yeah, okay, spoiler alert, yeah, it isn't really a clown. it is the fear that each person has, their phobias and whatnot, and that's what it shows up as to the children of this town in Maine. I forget the name of the town. So there's one particular kid had a fear of clowns, Georgie, as a matter of fact, who loses his boat to start it off. So it shows up in the movie, that infamous scene where he's in the sewer, of course. And um, so Georgie sees him as a clown. But there's various kids, and adults can't see this thing. They, they don't know what's going on. Um, it's only for kids. And every kid has a phobia, so it go in the movie. It shows the phobias and this different creature, whatever, exposes itself. So they're actually battling an evil. Um, what's a real fancy word I could insert here? An evil being. It's not a clown, is what it boils down to. Uh, however, Entity. And it, that that's a great word, just like ensemble. Remember we talked about movies. You like movies with? I do ensembles. So anyway. Um, it's a horror film. Obviously I was a little disappointed in the movie and I guess it's because how much more can you do with horror that hasn't been done? I saw Annabelle creation not long before that same, same premise, uh, different title. Uh, that also was children too, who were terrorized, but that is the, the beauty with Annabelle creation. It's a true story. And I love when you go to a movie theater and you're seeing all this stuff. Sometimes I just don't want to think and I want to be entertained. But on the other notion, too, those are the scary movies because, you know, this did happen. However, what level in Annabelle creation actually did happen? Because it's always based on a true story. Based on theory and conjecture. Exactly. Kind of like a foot long. About a foot long.
1: About a foot long. They got sued. Powerful hot dog to get
0: at the fair. They also sued Subway, too. I saw that uh, because it's not a footlong at Subway. And they did lose. The The lawyer just threw it out. No, we're not going to whatever. I think it was based
1: on Jared. Was uh, it? He was more
0: in the footlong when he started.
1: Did you know in the original Stephen King movie, It, the kids had
0: sex? Uh it doesn't shock me. I mean, yeah. there was a gal in the current, the new release, that was allegedly supposed to be promiscuous. Um, they didn't actually show that in the movie, but... I don't know what that adds to the movie. Thank God. I know. I know
1: the, the shock value and that, all that crap. No. So, It, comparing to what you know about the 90s series, how do you compare? Do you recommend, out, out of the buggy wheels, five buggy wheels, what did you give this? What will you give this?
0: Well, I'm going to answer your first initial question. How's it compare to the original miniseries that was back in ABC? Uh, it's far better. I mean, the gra- I mean, you know what they can do now, with what they couldn't do back then. Um, it's more campy and gamey, more campy back the, the version, uh, where the guy from home alone plays the clown. You're better at names than I am. What was the name of the guy that actually did the clown curry? Thank you. Um, it doesn't even seem scary. The it, it seems more of a almost comedy. He's, he's, he's the, the clown is more like the Joker on Batman, where it, I, I got what you get. Yeah, thank you. I got what you get. I got what you get. But anyway, he, the new version with Bill Skarsgård, is the um, actor who plays it. I saw him interviewed on some of the late night shows, and he does a dumb, his dumb smile, his, his smile that made yeah. him famous yeah. for the, you know, <laughs> can you do that? You can't see this, but do I look close? <laughs> Something. Like that. Oh my god, <laughs> It was very frightening. Take. Yet. Um, what were we talking about? I remember, I'm not my best. I was a little uh, That's had, fine. You were married. I had the drink. You,
1: you, yeah. yeah. E- eat, drink, and be merry. I love that line. For tomorrow you yep. may die. Yep. And it's true with all the stuff going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Everyone should eat, drink, listen to the Amish Baby Machine podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different ways to listen. One of them is iTunes. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to the Amish Baby Machine podcast. Also go to Stitcher. We're available on Stitcher Radio. It's an app that's on all your devices. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter. You should follow us at Amish B Machine. Amish, the letter B, machine, all one word. Also, check out our Facebook page. We have a great Facebook page. Please like it. And we put on, uh, I put on humorous things. I, I can't help it. I'm a comedy machine. We make the memes. So go to Facebook. Make sure you like our page. And share it. So if you see something on there, please share it. It gets the word out about our show. Also, we do have a Patreon page. If you'd like to help us out, Patreon.com. You can go there and make a donation.
0: Help us get some new equipment. We really appreciate that. By the way, that check you gave me, that you pay me, it, it didn't clear. What do you, do you want? To take care of that now, or I pay you in love. <laughs> oh my gosh! No wonder why that that'll definitely bounce. Now, did you give did you give a buggy review? How many? Uh, Yeah, um, I'm kind of rolling my review into three movies I brought up. uh, I brought up it. I brought up Annabelle creation and I'm going to bring up one more, which I will tie this all together for you. Do we have time for me to tie this all together? We have time is on our side. You know, summer has been long, hasn't it? Anyway, Um, I saw it. I will give it a rating Uh, uh, Four buggy wheels being the best. Is that correct? Five. Five is the best. I'm gonna give it a rating of two and a half buggy wheels. Wow, that's pretty low. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not low. It's about average. Um, there were some things I liked. It was long. Um, it was very the horror scenes when they happened, where you kind of sensed it was gonna happen. But a movie that I thought hit a home run that got very low reviews. That's why you can't listen to Rotten Tomatoes all the time.
1: You can listen to. Amish Baby Machine podcast, Baby Machine. the most
0: powerful pop culture podcast ever created. I really liked uh, friend request, and that I don't know how that slipped through me with the previews. I didn't see it as a preview when I would go to all the when, when I went to it and Wind River, uh, and all the various other movies that I went to get. The last good movie I saw was King Kong, wasn't it? Anyway, no, I'm really across the board here, but friend request. I highly suggest seeing that. I thought it was better than it and better than Annabelle creation because the horror flicks, there's not much more you can do. There's blood. There's gore. Uh, When they come at you, it's the quick uh, um, moving thing to make you feel all scared and whatnot. And um, friend request, I'm going to just briefly say it's about a girl who goes to college. She's cute, funny, has a lot. of, And they use Facebook. I was really thinking about you, Daggs, because you're not a big Facebook user. And I thought to myself, no way is this college gal of 18, 19 years old going to be using Facebook. But that's the premises of it, premise of it.
1: We do have a Facebook page, but I'm not a Facebook. I look at Facebook, but also Twitter. We're on Twitter 24 hours a day. Follow us at AmishB Machine. But you got to look at everything, everything going on, not just Facebook. Because Facebook is like AOL. It's so, they filter everything and it's not real.
0: They just, they show you what. They want you to see. No. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Well. Carry I mean, on. But, I mean, let me ask you this. Is there such a thing as just too much information? Absolutely. I mean, information overload, if you're going, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the Yellow Pages when they first came out. They were the king of advertising. And then everybody came out with Yellow Pages. It was the Yellow Book, the Blue Book, the Pink Book duplication to the... I mean, how much duplication in social media do we currently have? We have a ton of it. All right, I have one more
1: shameful plug. I'm very shameful. Go ahead. Instagram, Amish Baby Machine Instagram. Okay. You're right. Too much information. Overload. Sometimes you just got to put the phone down and go to your computer and download (laughs) Amish Baby Machine podcast. Now,
0: you said the word shameful plug. This is a great segue. It reminded me of... I gave you some homework to watch Shameless. Uh, powerful segue. Powerful. Powerful. That's why we are the most powerful podcast ever created. Yep. Or should I wrap up my friend request? We can always come back to friend request. Give me your thoughts. Um I was turned on to just wrap up friend request. Friend request, I think, is better than it, better than Annabelle Creation. I would highly suggest it. It didn't get a lot of press. I'd would lo- really like to find out what rotten, where Rotten Tomatoes is with that one right now and how it did at the box office, because I was pleasantly surprised with friend request.
1: We want to hear from you guys if you have saw
0: if you have saw if
1: you saw the show. Let us know. Tweet it out. Instagram. Yeah, I'd like to
0: hear people's response if they, and if they haven't seen it yet. Go to friend request and then give us your thoughts. I, I really thought it was good. So, all right, back to shameless. Shameless. It was, uh, now you told me to watch Shameless. Well, how it started was everybody's on this Game of Thrones thing, and I can't because I don't have HBO. And even if you don't want to invest the time, you have to check out Game of Thrones. I will somehow get into the 21st century and watch Game of Thrones. I have to, you have to, being this, uh, um, worldly mind of mine
1: no show is perfect but game of thrones has so much going on for it you're a huge fan why don't you tell us tell fill me in on that because it's the rage right now well basically it's lord of the rings are rated so if you like the sci, you know the um sword and sorcery stuff but it's got women enjoy the show too so it's not just one they they manage to put everything in there for everyone to watch no. Every, everything is done that, like visually, I like visuals. Right. And there's not the CGI they use is very subtle, so you don't. It doesn't even bother you. You know, a lot of times, like you see Transformers and all that, and they put all this shit on the screen, and there's a million things going fast, fast, Information fast. Information overload. This the way they frame up scenes is it's like a, a really good director where they just it's a static scene, and each it, like if you froze freeze frame the show, it would look like a painting the way they frame everything up in the shot, so it's beautiful. Yeah, Game of Thrones without, you know,
0: you got to watch it. To, we'll get more into it. But but I want to ask you about that. Game of Thrones, one of the most common responses I get is, and, and people across the board, I know 50-, 60-year-olds, I know 18-, 19-year-olds who are all, it doesn't really hit one demographic, does it? It's across the board. That's,
1: that's what I said. That's what's so amazing, men, women. Usually, you know, there's a guy show, women's shows. Right,
0: right. So, but my question is, one of the most common responses when I say, for years, I I thought Game of Thrones was literally a video game on Xbox or something. That's how out of touch I was with the whole thing. Anyway, most people, oh, you should see the sex scenes in this thing. Is that really why people are watching Game of Thrones? Does it have more substance than the naked woman's body? Is that what's drawing people into it? That's just gratuitous stuff. In the book, now that they're going off the book, there's less of that.
1: That, that, to me, is that's just fluff. has nothing to do with the story. I mean, there's some storylines of you know people doing this and doing that. But a lot of that just fluff. And that that stuff, to me, is like, whatever. There's way more to it than that.
0: I love the way you wave when you speak. Yeah, I know. Deggs waves I, to me. Yeah, I know. He, I'm he's, a, he's, a, he's a true Italian. He uses his hands when he speaks. I'm Amish Italian. What, what is that with the hands? How does that help somebody communicate better? Is it just... How does that? It's visualization. I can point. I can you, point with this finger right there at ooh, you. Oh, that's a naughty finger. It is. <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah. But Game of Thrones is cool. It's not perfect. There's a lot of stuff, you know. There's a lot of cliche, but to me, cliches, if they're cool cliches, like if they're Arnold they're
0: Stallone, they're cool. But if they're dumb cliches, and then we'll get into that, let's talk about Shameless. Yeah, Shameless. This was brought up. Uh, I, I feel like I watched Shameless because I can't watch Game of Thrones. So I'm like, I'm going to show the world. I, I have uh, I can still do things, so I jumped on Shameless, uh, not knowing much about it until the Game of Thrones. Uh, you were the one that had even tell me what year it was developed. I thought it was just a brand new thing on Netflix, but it turns out it's actually been uh, several years old. Yeah, it came out in about 2011. It was on
1: Showtime. Y- now it's on Netflix. You know this- Netflix is cool too because it everyone's like, oh, there's a new show. out. Yeah, you gotta check it out. Netflix gets stuff. And puts it on there like, and their movies are horrible. It's always like Beverly Hills Cup, new on Netflix. I mean, it's only good for television.
0: Yeah, that's not true. There are, when I'm really bored, I don't feel like going to the movie theater. If you dig and search, I have scored on some pretty good films. Now, grant you, they're not-, not they're, they're not new movies, yeah. It doesn't matter, but does, does it have to be a new movie? If it's not new, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. So let's
1: get back to Shameless. So well, sh- anyway, Shameless I, uh, is like, how many kids? Is a bunch of kids- Right. Living in this uh, crummy Chicago, and they're in probably the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. right next to uh, the L train mm-hmm. going by. They all live in poverty. There is- uh, The dad is a drunk- A raging alcoholic. Yeah. And what happened to the
0: mom? I don't know yet. I guess I, I don't know. She ran away, died, killed. I'm yeah, sure. it's,
1: it's like those uh, uh, sitcoms
0: in the 60s where the mom always died or something. So yeah. the dad's good. I don't know if they ever even brought that up to this point. It hasn't played into the – the mom has been the, – the, the eldest daughter has taken the, the, the role of the mother. So they put everything in there. They
1: have the the one kid that's secretly gay. Excuse me. Got the allergies of Hoy today. So they got the secretly gay kid. They got the the girl, the oldest daughter that runs the whole family. Mm-hmm. They have all the different. It was all, it, I don't know why you enjoyed it. What what? What did you think it's funny or it's based on a British series? And oh. I always like the British is funny, oh. like The Office, and goes on and on about different shows. Why did you think it's funny?
0: Well, I think. The um, what it brought to me was it was number one. If you ever watch network, how much network TV do you watch lately? Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, it's all because it's so
1: formulatic. Formulated is it what, what's the word? Formulatic, formulated, it's formulated.
0: Okay. It's just formulated to me. It's so, is it formulac? What, what mothers feed their young children? Formulac, are you breastfeeding? Or is that, that similar? I could all right. <laughs> Look at these double D's, That's those moobs. <laughs> so, Here's my point. Uh, let's uh, let we should give a time frame on when we think network TV is going to be done. Its days are numbered, big time. What? Why do we need another cop show? If you go to NBC, Cop Rock was one of the finest shows ever. Well, I mean, it's it's Law and Order, and then you know what? Let's get them with. Law and order, special victims unit. And then, then, you know what? Let's have a night where they both meet up law and order and law and order, special victims units meet up. And then we, Oh, guess what's up next? Chicago, uh, fire. Let's get the firemen involved and they'll link up with law and order. And then what else Chicago? Please. It's just, it's, 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 it's just there. There's, I like summer because of the fact you get away from talk about formulated. If it's not a hospital or a street cop car, the networks just can't come up with anything. That's why I enjoy summer months because you've got America's Got Talent. And did you watch any of Ninja Warrior at all? I did. Let's get back. Uh, we're wandering. Because I'm a wanderer.
1: Shameless. Like all the cliches on there. Like they had the cliche that I, I mean like the 80s train cliche where there's the guy and then the train is there and all of a sudden the train goes away and the smoke and then the girl is standing on the other side of the tracks. Like all those cliches like from a, uh, I mean it's like uh from the eighties movie. Yeah. And what what other what, but I did enjoy about the eighties. There must be some guy that likes the eighties in because they had uh they had what's his name here? Uh from I like, powerful notes. Joel Murray. He's one of the Bill Murray's brother. Okay. He's in one of the finest eighties movies ever, moving violation. Did you see that?
0: Oh yeah, years back <laughs> in the eighties, <80s>, of <laughs> yeah. course.
1: And also uh Joan Cusack was in there. Okay. She was the mom of remember the promiscuous daughter that mm-hmm. wanted to have the uh, being tutored. Mm-hmm. So
0: I enjoy that, the little 80s uh, things in there. But Speaking of which, I didn't bring this to your attention, but it was also supposedly based in the 80s. But Of course. They yeah. changed
1: everything. Wasn't the original in the 50s?
0: That's a great question. I don't know. But everyone loves the 80s, but they, mm-hmm. they can't recreate it, I don't think. But you asked me, what was it about, what drew me to Shameless? Correct. Well, my inadequacies of not being able to watch Game of Thrones brought me to Shameless. I thought, well, I'll show the world. I'll watch something that uh, everybody else isn't. No, but it's got great reviews. A lot of people watch it. I actually was uh, told about it when we were talking to somebody about Game of Thrones, and then they were talking about Shameless. I said, what's the Shameless? They said, oh, it's on Netflix. you got to watch it. It's really good. It's kind of, it's just, oh, what's the word I use? It's real-life America with their troubles. and. You know a real-life family like that? Well, I I do. Yeah, there's there's a, I guess I don't know that exact family, but they 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 don't show the um they show the struggles of a family. Like, they had to make the, the electric bill. Oh, that's so corny, too. Yeah, like, oh, put your money together. Yeah. Throw in your money because the old man. Exactly. The old oh, man's yeah. a raging drunk. Yeah, and, and, thing. Then,
1: <laughs> and it, it, it's so 80s, too, because they had, you know, in the 80s, what was it, some kind of wonderful or pretty in pink where they have the rich guy, and then he comes over to the poor girl's house. You know, they did that, too, where she's she has to put her foot up in the washing machine, and he's this cool, rich guy, and then he buys her. It was I don't know, is it supposed to be 80s? That's fine, whatever. But it's way too many cliches and too many kids. There's too many characters going on. And they, they weren't likable to me. Nothing was funny. The one funny scene was when we brought his brother over to the, the tutor's house, you know, the girl that wanted to be a yeah. tutor. And they had a, you know, and Joel Murray started yeah. freaking out. and He had to jump out the window and then they do the freeze frame. And that reminded me like of a British movie, like Snatch or somewhere. They, you know, do the freeze frame. Right so if there's more of that but there's too much i don't like i don't like the, the the party of five drama and like 80 kids it's it's not a not a show i would watch
0: so you weren't a fan of eight is enough back in its day then remember that lovable series. but
1: the van pattens very Dick powerful Pat- oh
0: very powerful remember when life was simple like that and there was you know they lived in a big house eight kids and what were the problems back then? Like nothing. Like he's failing math. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's failing math. <laughs> that was he, the big problem. He's doing He's
1: doing a pound of coke. He's <laughs> eight balling. Oh uh, no. No, but there's. But you didn't say why do you like you like you think it's real life or?
0: Well, I've I've only watched. Uh, I think I'm on the third episode of season one, and um, I guess because of I was trying to sum it up with words about. How network television has let me down so much. That's where I was going with American Ninja Warrior, um, that it's kind of refreshing, and you forget that they can actually show those nude scenes. Um, you're like, oh, what, what's this? You know, you. you oh, that's the other thing too. It's so
1: gratuitous, like the guy naked in the bed. You know, like I don't want to see that, and it's supposed to be shocking and oh, whatever. Like Game of Thrones does that. Well, too. Well, you know why they, they, Game, you know why Game, they did Game that. Game of Thrones does that too. They they show these scenes like. I I don't I that, that you could cut that out to me and it wouldn't take take anything away from the show.
0: Well, are you talking about when the little boy went up to get the cigarettes? Correct. Yeah, they did that for a specific reason because they were queuing you up to. Th- I get it. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't want to see it. Yeah. How about the uh, couple that lives upstairs? Upstairs, upstairs, with their uh, ex, their sexual escapades, which are um, showed from time to time. Did you think that was gratuitous too?
1: Yeah, Mr. and Mr. Roper. No, no, that's better. Yeah, that
0: was good. Oh, that yeah. was good. Yeah.
1: I don't know, you know, because Mrs. Roper wanted to have sex and Mr. Roper never did. I don't know what's, <laughs> what's going on.
0: That is odd, isn't it? Usually it's the other way around for the most part. But um, yeah, so uh, Shameless is, I, I, I guess it, it's drawn so, me. So you like drama? Yeah, I like you drama. You like the family drama. You like Roseanne. By the way, that's coming back. So people must like family drama. I think, is it has it come out as of yet or not? It's going to be the same cast and everything. See, I like Leave it to Beaver. Do that, you think we should do, that should come back? Yes,
1: Leave it to Beaver. Eddie
0: Haskell? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, he really was. Wonderful
1: antagonist, wasn't
0: he? He was good.
1: Yeah, yeah. because, <laughs> hello, Mrs. Cleaver. And then he would just, you know, beat the shit out a of Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That what, was, a, what a wonderful show. Yeah, that was
0: epic. That was good. I liked it, too. Some of those movies back
1: then. Or think. Ernest T. Bass from Andy Griffith show, remember? Yep. The hillbilly and he would throw rocks, and he had to break windows. Yeah. He was kind of like Antifa. He just broke windows. remember that? Ooh,
0: yeah. Boy, that started back then, didn't it? It did. Anti-fascists. But it's Shameless is, I'm just getting going on it. I will uh, watch a several more. I don't know if I'm going to sit down and watch an entire season. But so far, to me, it's held my interest level. And I don't know if I can pinpoint one exact thing. I just think it's well done all around. And I'm a brilliant um, critic of... uh, You are. your your observation of life.
1: That's why we have you on this podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The most powerful podcast ever created.
0: The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast.
1: I saw First Blood on... First Blood is an example of a great movie that doesn't rely on CGI. It's just pure action. It's a story about a dude, you know, just coming back after Vietnam. P.S. What is it? Post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, he's stressed out. He's trying to find his friend. It's a great movie. I mean, oh, the set, the
0: setting is great. I mean, in, up in the mountains in the yeah. That's a movie you can Pacific Northwest. I get a kick out of you, though because you're saying I don't like Netflix. There's nothing. There's not new movies on there. <laughs> you know, you're talking about first blood. I didn't see it on Netflix though. Uh, it doesn't matter. You still saw it. No, no. Movie, it's it's a Bo- wonderful.
1: It's a classic. I mean, that, that's a movie. It's not. If you if you could, my point on Netflix was that they're releasing that It's not good for movies.
0: And I actually saw it on YouTube. You uh, the first one you said you saw it on your TV you lied yeah on oh, TV you casted it to your television
1: no it's on TV that's my whole point on youtube is enjoy youtube it's right on your TV yeah it's no casting it's just you hit the youtube button it's i my
0: i have to cast it no my, you
1: don't it's on yours no it's not. you have the same TV as i do it's right on your TV it has to be cast cast i, I don't know what you t- i have to go it's to, on it's on your goddamn I have to,
0: TV i have to pull it up from my smartphone and then cast no, it no you the don't
1: TV. You 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 mean you don't have on your TV?
0: You can't just go into your apps right there on the TV and mm. click YouTube. No, no, I have to use my phone. Wow. Yeah, and then that I sucks. cast it. Then I cast it to the television. That sucks. What kind of television do you have? The same one as you. Okay. Yeah, that that must be a new thing. Wow. I, I or be, an old thing. I don't know if you have. a No, new no, one. I'm highly advanced. I get the latest and. In That's what I'm saying. But, so yours must be horrible. I, I kind of like it, but uh, then again. What are you gonna have with you ninety nine percent of the time? Not a remote for your TV, your phone. So let's make TV and your phone one of the same. It you, is. It is. Yeah. And I, and
1: I know and I understand too like you have a desktop computer that no one uses anymore. You have your mobile, your phone, your phone, your TV. The problem is with like your phone though, the, the internet, it's it's optimized your phone but it doesn't have all the features that a desktop does do you ever notice that like if you try to do pay bills or you want to get into the, the nuts and bolts yeah. of a website you'd rather be on a desktop desktop yeah, and, I and, and i don't know there's no way to do that on a phone or limited space and but whatever yeah
0: but anyway back to now the- i have a desktop i have to tell you that i actually put on a table is that illegal that's, that joke
1: is illegal yeah that's a dad joke and
0: we will edit that <laughs> out table desktop but um yeah so i have to cast everything to my television and sometimes i'm just like i don't feel like doing that
1: but first blood to me it's yeah. just you know the, the movie the action the get the dude comes into town the sheriff fucks with him, you know mm-hmm. and
0: then he escapes and
1: it's, yeah. it's just a great movie yeah. i mean the cinematography is you know the beautiful shots of the mountains and the everything and
0: doesn't it get old though i mean there's been several rambo movies done where he is in the most perilous situation you could possibly be in and then the you talk about uh a cloud of smoke and an explosion oh my god he's dead we all know he's not he could no way could he have lasted through that and all of a sudden he comes you know out from the mud or something to that i am talking about first blood is similar to rocky yeah the movie
1: rocky won an academy award great movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then it got cartoonish as it mm-hmm. went on and on yeah and the same with Rambo. First Blood, great movie. Mm-hmm. Action, you know, g- good bad guys, bad, you know, everything was good. Cinematography, like I said. And then it went cartoonish. Yeah. You know, then he, you know, played the game on even when he was in Afghanistan and, you know, did all the corny stuff. I mm-hmm. agree on that. Mm-hmm. But the, the movie First Blood is a great movie. Yeah,
0: no, it, it has gratuitous violence in it where he just takes the whole town down. You know, he shoots up the gas, uh, the gas t- um Station. Thank you, gas station, and um, I love a great, great, g- great movie premise. Um, Rocky. Yeah, he, he he the 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 sheriff. Uh, a great actor. You'll know his name. I will not because I don't remember people's names. Do you remember his name or am i Are you all know Brian denny Yeah, thank you. Was yeah.
1: it Will teasel Is that it? The I don't know. Sheriff
0: but, Will teasel I don't know why that comes to mind. But how often remember when Rocky was running rampant and he was uh, the sheriff was in his uh, using his megaphone people stay in your homes I mean people they don't do that you know how do you notify people I I cut a lot of slack on those though
1: You know I mean a lot of stuff was stupid but a lot of stuff was cool you know just the simple things like knocking the guy
0: off the dirt bike and I just liked it you know The, the things that I always think of is you know this about me I'm I'm extremely claustrophobic and you know the the part where he's in the cave trying to find an exit. I mean, you put yourself into that same position, and basically, if that light goes out and there's rats and there's water, that really moves me. That moment, that particular scene. He, obviously, we know he finally gets out because he looks at the flame, and the flame kind of is drawn toward the opening. But stuff like that is is um, uh, I put it's myself it's primal. In it's primal, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. Did, did you, uh, w- what are your thoughts on, uh, just being in a cave like that? Did you hear about the student who was locked in a cave for like 60 hours? They, one of the colleges is connected to, um, some type of cave. So they have this cave group. You know, you have to have a hobby. Well, these people, their hobby is actually touring a cave. Spelunkers. Okay. So anyway, there's a group of about 10 or 12 of them who head out into this cave. Uh, actually, um, I learned something new, urban exploring. Are you familiar with that term at all? Urban exploring? But anyway, I'm jumping again, as I like to do. Um, Anyway, this kid was in this cave group, and they like to walk through this cave, and they go in there for three, four hours, you know, kind of like you're playing a round of golf, but instead they choose to, to dig around this cave. And then when they're done, this cave actually has a door, and it gets locked. Well, the one kid lost his way. It sounds like a bad Brady Bunch episode, you know. How do you lose your way with 10 people? Oh, the Brady Bunch and the Hawaii. Exactly. The Tiki. They're lost in the the Grand Canyon. But anyway, he loses his way. Oh, the Grand Canyon, Forgot they lock him up in jail. The the prospector. So, But anyway, the one guy loses his way. The people don't notice this. They leave the cave. They lock it. And all of a sudden, day three, they're like, Hey, we're George. Whatever happened to George, you know? He can't make, the guy can't call because he has no phone connectivity inside a cave. So three days later, they open up the door and there he is. And they said he was banging on it and everything else trying to get out. How would you handle three days locked in a cave without an exit point? That's horrible. Tell me about it. True story. Just happened last week.
1: Yeah. I I, I toured some of those bigger caves, you know, the commercial, not commercial, but you know, like the ones for the Schmidt caves. Well, they they, uh, advertise them, you know, as a family cave where you you go down a million flights of steps and you got to wear a jacket because it's actually cold down there.
0: Where is this?
1: There's ones throughout the whole country. There's some in... uh, Have you been
0: up to the one in northern
1: Minnesota? Harmony, Minnesota, down in the border of Minnesota and Iowa. Mm -hmm. There's a really nice cave down there. Crystal Caves is another one. And there's tons of them. I can't remember the names of them. But they're, they're actually pretty big. They're opened up. I don't, I don't get the claustrophobia feeling. I went to a gold mine in it was Nevada somewhere, and I didn't get claustrophobic in there. So it's weird for me. There's certain triggers, I think. Usually I'm okay. One time I was at the Minnesota State Fair, and I was in the grandstand, and we were leaving, and there was just people packed
0: mm-hmm. in front of us, back of us, and no one was moving. Mm-hmm. There I had a weird feeling. Yeah, that, that, that reminds me of whenever you get on a plane, and getting on, everybody kind of leisurely gets on. But when you get off, everybody takes their time and everybody stands. And if you're in the back of the plane, you have no exit point. You have to wait. And I get really claustrophobic because I'm in the back of the plane and I can't get out. To me, it's not necessarily enclosed places. It's the fear of not having a quick exit.
1: Yeah, maybe it's not actual claustrophobia, but it's the anxiety of whatever that is, being trapped. And like, yeah, I, and like I said, the opposite. I've had the feeling out in the middle of the ocean fishing in a boat where you can't see land. And you're the opposite of claustrophobic, but you're just like overwhelmed by you can't see land and you're just in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. I've never done that, that That's before. a freaky feeling too. Is it? Yeah. And I kind of feel like you it would freak you out too because you have, the, you have those feelings like claustrophobia. Right.
0: I think of this agoraphobia maybe, fear of open spaces, but... That's well, creepy. No, that's what the girl on Shameless has. She won't leave the house. That's a little different. Uh, agoraphobia. You know?
1: Yeah, there is that, but there's got it's got to be tight. And I don't know what the the word is for it, but that's another weird feeling too. Like if you go fishing, you can see the shore. You're cool, but if you can't,
0: you're just in the middle of the ocean, bobbing up and down on a on a little fishing boat. That's yeah. a, that's freaky fishing. By the way, do I owe you anything for this analysis you're doing on me? I kind of feel like you're my my doctor. Should I lie down? Well, <laughs> well, how does this make you feel? It makes me feel uh, good. Actually, did did you
1: have a good relationship with
0: your father? I had a very good relationship with my father. I mean,
1: were you were you kind of the kid that didn't clean up, and your father would he was a neat freak
0: and would make you clean up? Oh, I thought you were talking of, about my father at church. I had a really good father. Father, father Nelson. Yeah. Father Nelson. Yes. So, so that's a good segue word is so, but anyway, this claustrophobia thing brought me back to the caves, which has brought me back to Ramble. Notice how I'm so brilliant. I can just take one topic. You, you bring it back. And I can bring it back. But
1: that is the beauty of the Amish baby machine podcast. Mm-hmm. The most powerful pop culture podcast right. ever Thank created you. is that between the two of us, we have over 300 years of experience of life in 600 pounds yes
0: <laughs> that's <old>. all
1: <laughs> 10 guys to hug him tractor trailer to lug him 10 guys to hug her in a box kind of lug you so we have a lot of experience we have powerful analysis we really do we do and 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 i know the flock of amish appreciates
0: that yes they do they experience they want to know what's ha- what is our take on what's happening exactly what and would
1: Dags do is what they asked themselves.
0: What would Dags do? What would
1: Johnny Rage eat? What, what would Cam Newton do? You heard about him. Yeah, Cam Newton at a press conference after the game. Big deal or not? What do you think with what he said? I can see uh, without, you know, that's kind of wishy-washy now taking an opinion, but I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So probably not a big deal. He probably just said it. But he, he is smug. He's a smug dude, you mm-hmm. know, so I could
0: see him pissing off women too. I, I, I don't think, I think, I really like Cam Newton. Um, I think he has got personality, he's got charisma, he's got charm. I think he was trying to be funny. It didn't work, obviously. He lost a sponsor over the whole thing. But um, did you ever see his apology that he posted on Twitter? I did. Okay. I buy it. I, I I thought you know what? I thought that was one of the whether or not he actually meant it. I mean, if if, if the yogurt company would have left would have left him, would not have left him, would have, if he apologized, I don't know. Yeah. It's also patterns
1: too. A lot of people say stupid stuff. We say stupid stuff all mm-hmm. the time. You say it, you know, the old no filter and afterwards, like ah Yeah, but you oh, know, we don't or have, d- or we, we aren't public figures. Yes,
0: we are. Oh, good point. The Amish Baby Machine, the most powerful
1: podcast ever created.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess when that sponsorship rolls in, though, you have to be a little more careful of what you say.
1: So yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, he gets overborne. He, was he, was he being a dick? I don't know. You know, you give him the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. I could see how he pissed people off because he had the little, he had the little
0: condescending smirk on his face. Yeah. And, I, I think the word that you used was perfect, smug. But again, I, I, when I I've reviewed, I I've watched it. I thought it, it was. Here's here's the thing. A little tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. From Degs, the most powerful podcast.
1: Oh, look, I'm doing my hands again. Did you see me flexing? I, I, you know,
0: and I saw the the table. Look at it, yes, balanced. it's just power. I don't understand. Speaking of banning guns, my gosh, those those guns. I know. Degs has got like the shirt that he probably had when he was like 10 oh, years old. God. <laughs> so anyway, here's what pro- guns were banned in this yes, producer. <laughs> here's the pro tip.
1: <laughs> yes. Turn the sound down on interviews, and look at the way their face moves, and then you can tell them. You can tell if they're full of shit or not. Wow. You know, it, yeah. If it, if it matches the way they're talking, you know, if they're doing a sincere apology,
0: but they got some smug condescending look on their face, they're not sincere. So is that what people should do? With the Amish baby, turn the volume down and see if we're smug. Yes. And...
1: They can just look at my hand expressions. They can look at your hand expressions. They can look
0: at my guns. Yeah. Yeah. Man, gosh, I thought guns were banned on these premises. No. We are pro Second Amendment. <laughs> Is that we love the guns. like three Come America, on. <laughs> America. America. Uh, America. Would you rather have me take this t-shirt off? Is oh that what you're saying? No, please, yes. please. No. You're good at you're good, bud. Did
1: you have other things on your powerful notes? You meant you mentioned Cam Newton.
0: I mentioned Cam Newton. I think we, we talked enough about him, but I again in my closing thoughts on him, I thought he was trying to be funny. It didn't work. But he came back with one of the best genuine apologies, and you have to go with that. Whether he meant it or not, I think case closed as far as I'm concerned. It's the
1: kind of thing. It's a pattern. If he keeps doing it,
0: so it, I guess it didn't. It didn't affect me enough to really care about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about uh, one of the topics I want to discuss is the latest craze, sex robots. Would you like to buy one, or what do you think? Powerful topic. Yeah. Elon
1: Musk is Elon Musk getting into it because he's a powerful i
0: mean he has the rockets that return from outer space i mean it's taking this nation and the world on by. but this wasn't in this in the united states of america but it'll get here but did you hear about the father that actually has one that all the kids have to address is like their mom and whatnot and um they uh have to treat it as if she's the actual part of their family the sex robot he moves it around dresses her and everything else it's the craziest thing you know yeah, I don't know. It there's a whole gross factor to it too. Yeah. Oh, they, without a doubt, they have brothels now that are basically, you you can pick. Do you want the warm body of the five foot one Asian gal, or do you want the the cold uh, sex robot? Oh, and here? then the
1: weirdos and the and f- most people are taking and the, the robot, the fetishes and uh huh yeah. 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 Do
0: they do they do they take the robot? You think because there's no guilt at all, and they can just do sick and twisted things. Is that the? I that? don't know. It's just. Right now, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. It's a whole new world, though. You talk about robots offline. We were talking about what will that evolve to, you know, 100 years from now. Not only with a sex robot, but just a robot in general. Well,
1: I think of the powerful possibilities, the positive possibilities, like people in wheelchairs. Mm I mean, that's going to be cool because what is a person? They're really just the essence of what they are. So if you could take people that are tragically injured in war or spinal injuries or born that way, and you could give them full mobility through a robot body, mm-hmm. but then have their brain in there, I think it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, they have uh, um, showed on clips where you'll see the quadriplegic or paraplegic. They give him uh, the ability to stand, and they got these tank tracks that they can... So sure. They, you know, so they're, they're, they're not...
1: And mo- that... And that's in its infancy, and mm-hmm. that's going to get better. Yeah. And it's going to get better and better. And maybe these, maybe these creepy uh, sex robots, maybe that'll help. You know, it's kind of like the space program when they do it and other things become of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll help people. Because, I mean, it's going to be cool when someone that has spinal injuries can actually walk and use their hands and pick things
0: up. So do you that, think... That's, that's the cool thing, I think, about robots. So a sex robot, you could eliminate pedophilia because you'd make a five-year-old... No, no, see, I, no,
1: that's completely different. I think, I think it encourages that. I'm totally against that. Yeah. That's, that's a, I mean, a flaw, but I'm talking about like helping people walk, that kind
0: of thing. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, um, it's going to come, it's going to be here, uh, closer than we think. Um, look at the, the, just in the last 10 years, what our technology has spun, do you know the iPhone is 10 years old now? I mean, imagine 10 years ago. What did we do without our phones? It's amazing. I think it's amazing is how people just take it for granted. Well, you've got a, a new generation called the iGen. That is the generation. You know, you've got the millennials, X generation, and now there's iGen. Those are the kids that know nothing else. They don't know a world without iPhones.
1: But they, but they can. They got to be able to look back, right? I mean, we don't remember the 50s, but we can talk about it like we remember through like that's the weird thing it's like when people always say uh, oh do you remember this i wasn't even born yet like i always say that well i know who abraham
0: lincoln is and i wasn't born yet i miss kermit the frog voice i'm so glad you bring that out here Can oh kermie
1: Kermy. so it, it's you know is that you, it, is that
0: Kermy frog or is that rick astley never, never gonna, gonna give you up, up. Never, never gonna, gonna let get
1: you down
0: Never gonna give, never gonna give. Or is it uh, Sammy Davis Jr. The Candy Man? Oh, the
1: Candy Man! Isn't that beautiful? though? That voice—you can do so much. Oh I mean, my gosh! You can, you can rule the world can, with it. Yoda. Mm, <laughs> you know, it, why does every animal go ah?
0: <laughs> like grizzly bears. Arr. Yeah, I don't know. Why you do it too? Don't you go <laughs> You're not fed on a regular basis? Oh, my God. I <laughs> am, I do get hangry. I need food. Yeah. I was at Culver's yesterday. The wizard needs food. Badly. Do you
1: like a Culver's guy or no? You know, I wish I was. Well, come on. I think they're overrated. I think they're what overrated. Think what, they're what overrated. Well,
0: everyone talks about oh, the Butter Burger. They're overrated. I don't think they're that good. Oh, I was so pissed I was at one last night. 15 employees. They say there's an employee shortage. Well, Culver's has them all. There's like 15 of them. They're in brand new uniforms. You can tell they just started. These like a 14-year-old, 15-year-olds. And yet we're all waited for, I bet you it took me about 40 minutes to get my food. That's when I want robots. Yeah. What are these 14 and 15? There's like 15 of them just standing there almost like how long are we going to be? Like they're laughing at us. Like we're at the zoo. Like how long do you think they'll stay before they get mad? 15 people not doing a thing. There was like the manager who kind of cleared everybody out, like, I'll take care of this myself. What do you got these 15 kids here for? Oh, I was, you don't mess with me and my food, okay?
1: No, I, that's what I said. Robots, like I've talked about before, uh, bartenders, there's no reason we should have bartenders. Well, then why don't we just have a big vending should, should machine? Be all, exactly, alcohol vending machines. I talked about that before. You go up to the bar, and if you're a dude, you have to sit there and wait to get their attention— Mm -hmm. And they finally get their attention. They throw a hastily made drink at you. Right. They give you. They 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 make some drink. They throw it at you. Mm -hmm. Then they walk away from you. Mm -hmm. And then I'm supposed to tip them. Right. Or then, God forbid, you're in the waitress station. You're in the waitress station. Yeah,
0: waitress on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I don't want a bartender. I want robots. I want cool robots. That way, or a vending machine. I'll give you the vending machine. Like you know, you like the movie theater experience. Mm -hmm. It's vending machines now. What do you, mean? you notice that a lot of it's vending. They'll give you a cup and you go over and fill it up oh. for yourself.
0: Yeah, but that, but the popcorn and stuff is. Yeah. You know. but, I don't mind yeah, that. But, I, I, they, but, but, they, but
1: the Culver's thing, yeah, that would piss me off too because you want to go in there and eat and, and they're all sitting around you. Get it going.
0: Mm-hmm. You see, and especially a guy like me, when I go eat. I do it because I'm hungry. There's a lot of people, couples and stuff. Hey, honey, let's go try this restaurant. They they go for the experience. Sure, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. You want a, the fuel? I no. I just, when I go eat, I don't. I'm not here for the experience. You
1: want the fuel? I want the food, Dan. Yeah. Yes, I mean and I look, want it quick. I
0: mean, look at you. You're four bills. You need that food, that Damn, energy. Right. Exactly. So don't mess with me. What do you, you get don't. at Culver's? What's your go-to meal? Well, I went off. I went off the chart. I got their fish yesterday. Is what I try. I heard a lot about it. Every time I go there, I say. I drive up there, I'm gonna get fish, I'm gonna get fish, I'm gonna get fish, but then you see the word butterburger, and I'm like, oh that's just too good. That's just yummy. So I go with the butterburger yesterday. I did go with the fish. Very good, but the wait times, and I did not want to do a whole thing on culvers, but the wait times yesterday absolutely just pissed me off. And we got a Chick fil A opening up about six blocks away, so maybe that'll spill some of the some of the people. You haven't been there yet? Oh yeah, I've been to Chick fil A. Oh, okay. Been but we been- have one I haven't had one this close to Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. It's like brand, is there one in your metro area near you?
1: There out in the farmstead here, no. Do you, you like really?
0: Chick-fil-A? I wouldn't go out of my way. Okay. It's so, most
1: you, fast foods I wouldn't go out of my way. Well, I don't like, think
0: it is. that's why yeah, I do agree you see with what that. I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So it's whatever is in the local uh Well, there's a reason they put them on a conventional RFD
0: quarter. rural farm district. That's okay. what that stands for. Okay. Cool? But if there was a go to right now, gut, yes, I want to get there, I'll get there. I will drive a little further. You will, okay. No, no, no. I'm asking you, what would it be? No. Oh. Chipotle?
1: You know, I go in phases. Do you do this where you get sick of something? I eat it too much and then I get sick of it. I, you know, I'll do Chipotle, 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 and then uh, Jimmy John, Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's kind of thing. Or do you, can you always go to like
0: a restaurant week after week? Uh, again, I eat when I'm hungry and whatever happens to be closest is usually where I go. I don't, there's not much thought in it for me. That's how I roll. Did we? Are you happy that you're back behind the powerful microphones? Oh, this feels good. It's just, a, it's just powerful. Yes, it is. You
1: know. It's good. Yeah, we are happy to be back, flock of Amish. We love you. And if Johnny Rage could, he would make love to you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this powerful podcast. All we ask is you tell a friend about our show. Go to Facebook, share one of our posts. Subscribe on iTunes stitcher radio we have the website three dubs com. we're on everything instagram twitter follow us at amish b machine thank you for listening and until next time you've just enjoyed the amish baby machine podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode of the amish baby machine podcast The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app, available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Baby Machine and visit our webpage, www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.